From the greatest city in the world, broadcasting to fans of anime and Japanese culture on Twitch, on Anchor, and all around the world, welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast for April the 13th, 2022. I am JR, and I'm joined by Nef Canuck and Comey, apparently. Hello. Yes, well, hello to you too, sir. Um, I brought Comey along mainly because... Volume 18 of Comey Can't Communicate has just been released in English, mm-hmm. and the new season of Comey is soon to be upon us. Oh, yes. And that's why we, uh, if you're watching us on uh, Twitch tonight, we've reverted to the old layout because I wanted to make sure we had enough room to fit her in. <laughs> <laughs> Cat ears and all, you know. Right, right. So, um, we welcome everybody. Um, we have some stuff to talk about, uh, interesting news coming out of Japan, uh, and uh, my interaction with the little anime called My Dress Up Darling. A reminder that if you're watching us, you can listen to our podcast on Anchor, anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. And if you're listening to us on Anchor, uh, go to Twitch. Uh, you missed uh, the little slideshow we had last week. Uh, with the wonderful food that I had with Bree uh, when I was um, with her uh, in Colorado. So um, be sure to check that out at uh, twitch.tv forward slash extreme anime radio. The replay's there if you'd like to go and check it out. Um, but yes, um, back to the old layout. Uh, and uh, yes, you. Uh, have the new manga chapter for Komi Can't Communicate, and what are your thoughts? Well, now it's getting into a, a love triangle where two out of the three participants are so socially awkward that it's just like, wow. <laughs> I mean, the best part is the two socially awkward participants try to get uh, advice on how to seduce the third member. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they, they they try what is suggested to them, and yeah, it don't work. <laughs> there are just some things people aren't meant to do, and Comey's not meant to try and seduce anybody. Um, as far as the anime goes, Neff, um, actually, was just looking this up before we went on the air. Um, I don't know um, if we talked about target release dates because, as you know, in the past. There were uh, delays of two weeks between the Japanese broadcast and the airing on Netflix. It was actually announced a few weeks ago, um, at least for the first episode of the second season, which is now already out. Uh, it's going to be on a three-week delay for Netflix uh, towards uh, the end of this month, apparently. Well, if it means the subtitling is better, I don't mind. <laughs> If it means the subtitling is the same level of, I'm going to use a naughty word here, folks, garbo, garbage, <laughs> then then I'm sorry it wasn't worth the extra week wait. <laughs> but I don't know now if this means that uh, it's going to be now on a three-week delay all the time or just for the opening episode. It's a little bit of a head-scratcher. Well, as I said, I mean, if it's for a good reason, then mm-hmm. I don't like it, but Meh. But I have this horrible feeling that it's going to be the same level of subtitling, which means sigh. <laughs> but uh, yes, as I mentioned, Neff, much to everybody's um, fanfare, I have started watching my Dress Up Darling finally. Ah, you've been sucked in, have you? <laughs> I've watched the first four episodes. and Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so if you watch uh, the anime, a um, little bit of a spoiler. I don't want to go in too much. But uh, we're up to the episode where um, Kitagawa uh, tries out her cosplay outfit. So that's where, the, that's where it ends for me for the time being. Mm-hmm. Um, Gojo is a very interesting character. And when I saw the beginning of this anime, episode one, I couldn't help but wonder, at least to me, some similarities to Komi in a way. Because they're sort of, um, you know, kind of introverted with the way that they think and do things. 
and then they have somebody else that kind of tries to break the ice a little bit. Well, similar but not the same because Gojo at least can hold a conversation without needing a notepad. Unfortunately, Comey is still not at the point, in the anime anyway, mm-hmm. where she can hold a conversation without her notepad. Mm-hmm. But... Slight spoiler for those of you who are reading the, reading the manga. Mm-hmm. Whether whether or not the, the anime gets that far yet, who knows. But um, what I, I guess was getting to is the fact that uh, both Gojo and Komi didn't have too many friends as this whole st- thing started. Well, yes, I, I, I fully agree. And I mean, Gojo is, you know, I mean, part of the problem is his hobby is rather unusual to him. Like, you know, he, he thinks it's fine. Like, in other words, he's concerned what other people think. Mm-hmm. Like, he loves his hobby. Right. Which is completely fair. Mm-hmm. You can have your hobbies. The problem can be that, you know, sometimes the hobby can come off as a little weird. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't mean I don't mean that to be, you know, because pfft, I've got enough weird hobbies. Yeah, pfft, you know, library. Don't we all? Don't. Don't we all? <laughs> I, I was going to say, no, no, I can't, you know. I mean, uh, Kitigawa's first attempt at a cosplay brought back very vivid and painful memories. Yes. Memories so. that include trying to simulate Tuxedo Kamen's gloves, Tuxedo Kamen's gloves, by turning um, washing gloves, you know, the the rubber gloves, inside out <laughs> to get the white, <laughs> and then wearing that for an entire day. <laughs> the, the 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 fingers being pruned was one thing. I expected that. Uh. What I didn't expect is was for my fingers to smell like death. <laughs> for for at least a few hours till I could you know get some moisture back into them because wow that was not meant to be done the way I did it yeah just like ooh <laughs> and then I made the mistake of bringing my fingers you know like what's that smell that's not a rose no 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 <laughs> that isn't even the the stuff that roses grow in it was that bad <laughs> um. But yes, uh, I was hooked from the first episode with the way that uh, Gojo and Kitagawa um, sort of uh, get together in the uh, in the room in the school where they have the sewing machine. So um, this random conversation comes up about the cosplay, and everything takes off from there. And then we get into the fan service part so this anime has a little bit of everything a wonderful story and for the fan service people it has some fan service too (laughs) oh i mean the funny part is there's much more in the beginning Mm -hmm. okay and it slowly peters out both in the anime and in the manga Uh but it's it's that first couple of episodes where you're going did i see what i think i saw yeah (laughs) <laughs> let me just rewind that to make sure like, whoa uh, there were end of episode 2 and I think early in episode 3 or 4 there were some moments where I almost did that to be honest well when the part where she describes where the character she wants to cosplay is from and then she's like the title of, of, that, of that series that's when I sort of went <laughs> I mean, the best part is Gojo calls her on it, uh. and she just sort of goes, "Hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil." Okay, you know, I mean, <laughs> we all have those series where it's like, "Yeah," mm. I mean, I've got the fool in the closet, you know, as testament to that. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's taken to the extreme, but you know what I mean. <laughs> A little bit further than what we're seeing in this show. Much further, I will agree. <laughs> you know, much further. But uh, no. Um, so, from what I've heard you talk about this show in the past, um, we're just scratching the surface of everything because now we're going to have another cast of supporting characters and cosplayers come down the line. Ah, uh, yes, the new cosplayers. The one who is a bit more, shall we say, polished than Kitagawa is. Mm-hmm. I mean, d- to the point where it's like, yeah, she can be a little unnerving if you're like, 
Oh, she's one of those mm-hmm. the, perf- the perfectionist types. All right. But she does loosen up. I- I'll give you that. She- she'll loosen up real quick. Okay. So yeah. it's just that in- initial where you're like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, definitely something I will continue to watch uh, when I got some free time. Um, but uh, no, these last few days have been quite busy for me. A lot of stuff's been pushed back. Uh, from a personal standpoint, we had our telephone pole in the backyard replaced finally, but it took the crews two full days to do it. How many people does it take to re- replace a telephone pole? Uh, on Monday, it was four people, and on Tuesday, it was three people. So it took four four guys to pull it out, and I guess three of those guys showed up the next day to install the new one, which, um, to answer your question, Neff, uh, made out of fiberglass, a fiberglass ah. telephone pole. That would explain how you described they were putting it together. Because I was like, "Wait a minute here, mm-hmm. that's that seems a little odd that they're you know like carrying the pieces of it around like you know right. it's nothing." Uh, made in the USA and apparently impervious to lightning strikes. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> the only the only problem with that is, unless it's properly grounded. The pole won't get zapped. Everything attached to the pole. Right. Yikes. I'm, I think, I, I hope they, uh, you know, got that uh, taken care of. Well, you'll find out real quick the first good storm you have. But no, um, uh, Monday they'd spent an eternity trying to get the old pole out. Um, the houses on our block were built in the mid-1950s. And the telephone pole dates back to around that time. The telephone pole was about five feet deep under the ground. Oof, they didn't want they made sure that pole wasn't going anywhere. And it sort of floundered out at the bottom, which which is why it took the crews uh, more time to pull it out. And we made the joke, well, that's 1950s technology for you. 1950s technology with, you know, early 2000s technology stapled to it. Yeah, right. As if we have the Fios cable and the old copper wires, too, are attached to that. I was going to say, so they put everything back, including the copper wires. Oh, yeah. Interesting, because up here, when they take down those poles, they're not putting the copper back anymore. I think uh, it might have happened already. They might have deactivated most of the copper services already. Around mm. here. That's why I was wondering if they actually put it back because I would be going, one, the copper they could sell for a good profit, mm. and two, they could just as easily slip everybody onto IP of VoIP and nobody would know the difference. Oh, yeah. So, but, surprise, surprise. Um, we finally got that done because, uh, yeah, it was showing us age to the point where the top part of the telephone pole was split in half. And with the weird weather we've been having around here, uh, we didn't want to take a chance with that falling and possibly messing up telephone and file service on the entire block. Mm, if that pole yeah. comes down, then yeah. It all comes tumbling down. Uh, tumbling down, tumbling down. Tumbling yes. down, tumbling yeah. <laughs> See, I give you the cue, you know where to go with it. There you go. <laughs> Hello, Munich 186. Um, and Karim is apparently under a severe thunderstorm and tornado watch. Oh boy. A lot of the country's been sort of messed up, but, uh, here in the East coast, uh, we've kind of lucked out with the very, very comfortable weather. You've lucked out. Unfortunately, it appears my luck is about to run out. Uh Oh, not as bad as our friends out in Western Canada, mind you. Um, we're only only supposed to get uh, rain and up to 70 kilometer an hour winds for the next 24 hours or so. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, great. My whole car is just going to get picked up and taken to Oz. Plop. <laughs> and I'll um, land on some, some unlucky witch and, you know, end up mm-hmm. wearing ruby slippers. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all the stuff's going on. Um means that uh, we are delaying a little bit the caption contest. Um, We will be doing the caption contest uh, as soon as we can 
with uh, the new Sarah artwork uh, that was just done by Agnes. Uh, and the prize will be for the best caption, uh, the Sarah Yoshida gigantic crochet doll done by Shinigami Liz. So uh, we apologize for that delay and please stay tuned. We will have that up and running. Um, hopefully in the next few days, uh, we'll have some time to finally get it up and running and we'll post it on Twitch. Uh, well, we can't post it on Twitch. We can post it on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, that sort of thing. So uh, lots of nice stuff to look forward to in that department. And um, well, I've been reading stuff going on on the news uh Good news and bad news all in the, around the world, as per usual. You might have heard, Neff, we had this little incident on the subway here yesterday morning, but uh, I was far away from that, thank goodness. And they uh, arrested a suspect today, uh, which was good news. Yeah, apparently they found the suspect in a McDonald's. So I'm going, hmm. <laughs> he, he, he wasn't trying to hide, obviously. Mm. But... Um... I'm glad that uh, that was taken care of. I'm also glad there are no serious injuries from the incident. They had a few people ask um, about uh, how I was doing. And that happened in the um, Sunset Park, which is in southern Brooklyn. Uh, way, way away from where I am. So um, kudos um, to everybody involved in uh, trying to solve this little mystery that left us... Uh, puzzled for a day and change really because mm. i mean i only got bits and pieces because unfortunately things have been kind of bonkers up here as well mm -hmm. so it's sort of like oh there's something going on in the news oh boy it's new york oh boy i better ah. yeah but uh no that uh that was uh taken care of by uh the law enforcement over here today um but some of the other news i'm reading as i go to the japanese newswires Oh boy, if you want to buy something and have a wonderful time in Japan, now's the time to do it. Oh wait, the borders are still closed. I was going to say, yeah, that's like, wait a minute, because I, I saw what you'd posted regarding, you know, the end of the US dollar, and I've seen the end of the Canadian dollar, same, same uh, you know, sort of appreciation, mm. and it's like, ooh, then I remember, the border's closed. Yes. So the news is... uh. The Japanese yen is trading at about 125 to the U.S. dollar. That is the strongest that the U.S. dollar has been. Well, let me rephrase that because, as you say, the Canadian dollar is also following suit, right, Neff? Yeah, I'm going to find out right now the okay. actual. Let's see. Give me one second here because I have an app that does actually have currency conversion. There okay. we go. So give me a minute while it loads up. Okay. So if I take a dollar Canadian, it will turn into 124 Japan. No, I can't be right. Hold on. Uh, 99.76 Japanese yen. So almost 100. Wow. So Which is the highest it's been in a long time. It's the weakest the yen has been against the both dollars in two decades. That was the price uh, when I went to Japan the first time uh, in 2003, it was between, um, or 2004, I mean. It was uh, between 120 and 125 yen. So, Well, it's going to be interesting now that the Bank of Canada up here has decided to finally turn the wick up on the mortgage rates. Hmm. So this could be interesting for the loony. It might start flying. Hmm. Who knows? Man, the um, the situation in regards to comparison between the Japanese yen and the U.S. dollar. Um, oh, 80 mile an hour wind warning. Oh, boy. You're not in Kansas that... anymore, Karim. Oh, boy. Hope you're okay. 80, 80 miles an hour, which is holy mackerel. I just wow. did the conversion in my head. No, thanks. <laughs> but um, no, but anyway, uh, Japan uh, is apparently going to maintain its uh, monetary easing while uh, conversely, the American Federal Reserve is 
shoring up their interest rates uh, little by little now to try to uh, bite back the inflation. Um, conversely, that's why we have so much strength in the dollar right now. And um, as you mentioned, Neff, conversely with uh, uh, the Canadian dollar as well, because they're doing the same thing as we are. Yeah, because they just raised it. I just wanted to make sure I was right. Uh, the benchmark interest rate is 1%. Okay. Now, of course, that's the rate at which the Bank of Canada loans money to other banks. The banks, in turn, when they loan it out to you, of course, have to make their killing. And so uh, the posted interest rates for mortgages, for example, are on a steady march upwards. Mm -hmm. So it appears that it is having some of an effect on the housing prices. Okay. Because if people can't get, you know, mortgages for a million and a half for basically a shack on a plot of land, then, you know, you aren't going to be able to sell your shack and a plot of land for a million dollars. Mm. But um, I've been looking at uh, um, the possible correlation between the weak yen and uh, maybe if more people were to visit Japan, that will increase spending and maybe that will kind of uh, raise the value of the yen a little bit. But, uh, yeah, there's a um, – I've been reading Twitter, and uh, apparently the main political party in Japan, the LDP, is going to have another meeting today about opening the borders to tourism. I don't expect much is going to happen out of that, to be honest. Uh, again, while other uh, countries in the area have opened their borders to tourists, uh, Japan is taking a – more cautious approach and uh, things might be more cautious now that uh, BA2 is uh, starting to climb a little bit. Well, BA2 may be starting to climb, but you wouldn't know it here because the government locally in Ontario has decided that since there's an election coming in about a month and a half's time, we're going to see no COVID, speak no COVID, and hear no COVID. So what does, what does that mean? In other words, they're basically ignoring it. Mm. So unless the hospitals start filling again, ICU units, etc., the government's going to go, la, 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 everything is fine. Mm -hmm. Now, they did admit they will be allowing further uh, expanded testing again, but only of certain groups to ensure that they are the immunocompromised, etc. Mm -hmm. um, so that's good. But the problem is going to be that you are now still ignoring the fact that Omicron or whatever variant is out there today is running rampant. Mm -hmm. I mean, they basically said um, about a thousand cases a day, new cases a day. And some people think that's probably a lot more than that. And, uh, you know, people aren't getting tested to figure this out. Well, I mean, we, we knew several weeks ago as they were testing the wastewater in Ontario that the numbers were getting bad. Mm. I forget so, that. Yeah, that the wastewater thing is something that, you know, that takes a little while to figure out, right? To to put a bit of a spin a humor spin on it, it takes a bit to, a bit of a time to filter out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. All right. Oh, be be well, Karam. Uh Karam apparently says the sirens are going off. All right. Well, Karam, you take care and uh duck. Yeah. Um, hoping things go well for you. Um, but going back to Japan, uh, Neff has brought to my attention, uh, a service that, uh, if I really, really had an issue, um, I would want to take advantage of, although I don't see it happening in the immediate future. Um, but apparently there is a, an electronic store in Akihabara. If I'm correct, I'm reading the article, Neff. I believe you are, sir. Um, and as you know, Akihabara is a part of Tokyo um, that grew out of all these uh, nook and cranny electronic stores to now the bigger electronics uh, retail chains that you see around there and really being uh, its own identity because now you have the otaku culture there made cafes, places like Don Quixote. Unfortunately, not too many Sega arcades because now they seem to be closing all over the place with the pandemic the way that it is. 
But um, now uh, one of these electronic stores in Akihabara, according to the Sora News article that Neff sent me, um, will allow you to watch the destruction of your hard drive. So it's like a hard drive destruction service, and you can you can watch the whole thing unfold. And when we say destruction, folks, we're not talking, you know, press a button and watch your files go bye-bye. No, 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 no. We are talking physically punching through the platters of the hard drive, through the case, through the platters, mm-hmm. rendering said hard drive basically, you know, junk. Yes. And it only costs 100 yen. Which, to my mind, is a screaming deal because your only, your only other alternative was to, you know, buy a mallet, for example, and just go to town. <laughs> and a mallet's a lot more expensive than 100 yen. Yeah. At least one, you know, strong enough, uh, heavy enough to actually, you know, smash a hard drive to pieces. <laughs> if I, uh, if I want to do something to a hard drive, the route I normally go is one of those early uh, uh, versions of D-Ban. You remember D-Ban, Neff? Oh, I, I have something much better than that. <laughs> okay. For people, who, pro- for people who don't know what D-Ban is, it's called da- Darren, I think it's Darren, Boot and Nuke. I- Yes, exactly. There, there, there was an enterprising gentleman who actually has created an entire automated setup that basically you plug it into the hard drive, plug it into the computer, you type a few commands, boom. And you can literally erase the data to military spec. So in other words, nobody is getting anything off this drive. The, uh, and that's the uh, Department of Defense Pass. I think that's what it's called. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I've actually uh, I've, I bought version 3 of his product. He's putting out version 4. So mm-hmm. I wanted version 4 because version 3 still relies on USB-A for connection. And more and more computers don't have a USB-A. Mm-hmm. They're going USB-C. Mm. And for some computers, the USB-A to C adapter will work. Others not so much because of the way the, the ports are physically made. So, you know, I wanted to upgrade anyway and support him. And, and now he's putting out this new version, which, if my memory serves, will be sent to me sometime in June or July. Mm-hmm. But I bought the deluxe version, so it's going to be all fancy and have, you know, fancy case. It'll all be, you know, LED light, light up on the end where the, you know, the opposite end where it's doing its business and all that other fun stuff. Because, hey, it's cool. <laughs> But uh, so yes, if you want to bring some stuff to uh, Japan to get it destroyed like that, uh, oh, um, that's a problem I have. I have to use a dongle. Bree says, "Yep." Mm. <laughs> um, so if your data doesn't get destroyed when you check your luggage onto the airplane and it gets scanned by the X-ray, it'll for sure be taken care of when you get to Akihabara. Well, the funny thing is, I mean, if you've ever seen uh, the time I uh, the time I died and was reincarnated as a slime, um, there's another way you could do it. Throw your computer in a bathtub, <laughs> because that's what <laughs> literally that's what that's what the main character asked as he was dying of his kohai, you know, of his junior at, at work to say, okay, look, take my computer and throw it in the bathtub. Why? <laughs> Just do it. And then he expires. Meanwhile, you know, he actually did it. And you just see the arcing and the sparking in the whole nine yards. So it's like, ooh. Wow. (laughs) Um, There's another um, interesting offer in Japan. It's apparently a sushi place. Um, I forget if it's a chain, but it's in Tokyo. Um, It's not the the chain that uh, the place in Akihabara that you and I went to, Neff. But this is one of the rotating sushi restaurant chains, Oedo Sushi. Uh, and at least one of its branches, you can have, I believe the offer was uh, a set for 550 yen. You get five pieces of nigiri sushi mm-hmm. and a beer, 550 yen. That's a good deal. I was going to say, that's a screaming deal. Mm-hmm. Considering that the beer alone is 500 yen at that restaurant. 
I was going to say, which makes me wonder the quality of the seafood that's being fed to you. And I'm going, <laughs> I hope it's not somebody's poor guppy that expired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, it's one of the uh, well-established chains. So, um, so yeah, you're paying uh, ten, 10 yen per piece. I'm still, I'm still convinced. Wait a minute, that 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 seafood is kind of like, um, <laughs> I I don't think so. Hmm. But uh, no, I I kind of look at these uh, interesting things about Japan, and then I say to myself, when will I be able to go? Not anytime soon. Um. Again, the speculation is that the. Again, the LDP, the uh, political party in charge of the Japanese government, might be waiting for an election in the upper house to happen in July before they make any sort of move on welcoming tourists. Mm. Well, and then the problem is if they keep waiting, they're, they're, they're piddling away all those tourist dollars where people will go somewhere else. Oh, yeah. And people have already said that... Uh, with regards to uh, business uh, and also um, student purposes, because Japan opened their borders late to the businessmen and the students, and um, a lot of people think that Japan's clout, if you will, has gone down as a result of not opening their borders soon enough. I, I think that's a bit of a stretch. I mean... The problem more is is the fact that there are a lot of industries that rely on tourists in Japan. Mm. And if there are no tourists from outside of Japan, yikes. Yeah. Because you can only get so many tourists from inside your own country, right? Oh, yeah. So, you know. I know, I know that uh, for the most part, a lot of uh, uh, Japan's tourism comes from neighboring countries such as South Korea and China. But look at China right now. Mm, yeah. Well, unfortunately, and I don't know why this is, they, they just seem to not be able to, you know, not go from crises to crises when it comes to this virus. Oh, yeah. and it's, you know, many mutations. And so uh, it's a very tricky situation, and we don't know when uh, that's going to be resolved. But I have been looking at uh, potentially some other alternates if for some reason Japan doesn't happen. Uh, but uh, I already have uh, some family trips coming up, as you know, Neff. And uh, sooner or later, then comes the summertime, and I'm gone for two months on a working vacation, if you will. Yeah, and I mean, I'm... At the point where I want to get on a plane, I, I, I'm getting desperate, which is bad. <laughs> you know, when I get desperate to get on a plane, you know, I've been cooped up too long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, mm. where do I want to go? Anywhere that isn't here. <laughs> Except Winnipeg, because Winnipeg is about to get 80 centimeters of snow. So <laughs> <laughs> um, really quickly, Neff, uh, what are your reports in the world of uh Baseball and hockey. Uh, the season in Major League Baseball is already in full swing uh, with the highs and the lows. Well, let's put it this way. The Blue Jays started things off with a bang. Mm -hmm. um, got two out of three out of Texas. Um, mm -hmm. I think they've so far split with the Yankees, mm -hmm. which is not bad considering. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, now with the Yankees, it's all of Will Aaron Judge stick around? Because mm -hmm. he apparently turned down. I think it was uh, thirty million a year for eight years. He mm -hmm. turned that down flat. Oh wow! And I sort of went, okay. You think you're going to get more on the open market? <laughs> well, the first thing you got to do, Mister Judge, is stay healthy an entire season. Yeah, because you haven't managed that in the last few years. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Um, so it's like, oh dear. And then, you know, you have all the various and sundry stories throughout baseball where it's like, okay, it's still early. You can't say anything, you know, definitive yet, mm -hmm. except there are a few situations and players where you're just going, you realize you're playing a kid's game for money, right? And you're acting like complete morons, right? 
Look at the Washington he, Nationals pitchers uh, plunking the Mets about fifty-three times in the in the early series. I, I was I was going to ask you about that because I was going, what do do the Mets players all have like magnets in their heads that yeah, right. you know, clunk clunk clunk. After you know, the fourth time, sure. the Buck Showalter walks out of the dugout, and there's a bit of a scuffle going on. And the poor guy, he he only threw. I forget who who hit hit. Um, I th- I forget who got hit. Um, but uh, yeah, after two pitches, he's like profusely apologizing and stuff. And the umpires say, "Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy, but you you're out of here," you know. <laughs> okay, now I'm trying to remember. Was that the game? Because somebody showed me a video of a pitcher. Hitting a player on their gluteus maximus. Ooh. And I don't know about you. Getting hit in the head is bad. Mm-hmm. But getting hit on your rump with a 90 mile an hour fastball, mm. ooh, you won't be sitting down for a while. The, at least not comfortably. The the Mets player I was thinking about was Lindor. Ah, uh, Mr. Lindor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then the best part, speaking of the Nationals, apparently they want, they're up for sale now. Oh, yes. Uh, who's selling them? Well, the, the family that owns them. So my mind immediately goes to, okay, could a consortium from Montreal suddenly swoop in and go, we'll just take back what you stole from us. <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> Which would be hilarious mm-hmm. if, it, if it actually would come to pass, right? But uh, without a de- without a decent ballpark in Montreal, baseball is not coming back, oh, or yeah. at least not at least not concrete plans. Right. I mean, they could get away with Olympic Stadium for a couple of years, but no, they need a downtown ballpark in Montreal to to make it work. There are any you know? plans in the future to have like uh, continue to have like one off uh, baseball games in Montreal like they used to have before COVID? I hadn't heard anything, to be honest. I mean, mm. right now, the big thing is they're planning a refurbishment of, you know, the concrete mistake by the lake mm-hmm. in Toronto. This, the, the Rogers, I keep I keep on to say Rogers mausoleum, you know, <laughs> Rogers Center. So uh, apparently it's going to be, you know, a crap ton of money because they realize that, A, they don't have the land to build anywhere else. Yep. And B, where they could get land, there's no transit. Right. So it would be like, great, we've got this shiny new toy in the middle of nowhere. The right. Ottawa Senators found out the hard way when you build a shiny new toy out in the middle of nowhere, which they did with their with their arena, that uh, people don't necessarily come out to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> How far away from Ottawa is it? Uh, it's Canada. So I think on a good day, it's at least an hour. Yeah. Talk about the middle of nowhere. Like I said, that's not a good day. <laughs> Imagine a bad day in winter in Ottawa, in the area. Mm. Yeah. Well it, well, it wasn't a bad day yesterday if you were the Buffalo Sabres. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> now, I know there are teams that have other teams' numbers, but not only the Buffalo Sabres have the Leafs' number, mm. they have their car keys. <laughs> <laughs> they have their car. They have their house. Mm. Basically, the Buffalo Sabres this season have have said, you know what? We might suck, but we'll make you look worse than us. Mm. And, they did, and they've done it every time. And as I said to J.R. Affair, that doesn't bother me. The Sabres are not in the playoffs. doesn't matter. Mm. Except now there's video on how to stop the Leafs, including stopping Austin Matthews, which for most of the season has been nearly impossible for goaltenders. <laughs> now that he's hit 58 goals and could quite conceivably hit 70 by the time the season's all done, done undusted. Mm. I mean, 60 is basically a done deal. I mean, basically, it'll either be Saturday, Thursday night or Saturday. But like I said, 70 is still within reach. Mm-hmm. And so now the question is, okay, now that you have this film on the Leafs, Will any team, either Boston or Tampa, which is probably the two that the Leafs will face in the first round, be able to use that film to say, okay, or video in this case, to say, aha, we can shut you down. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first thing you do is don't take penalties. Because if you take penalties against the Leafs, 
Oh, you have just shot yourself in the foot with a machine gun. So, yeah. And then to... again, if you manage to get the Leafs, uh, get the Leafs penalized, they have the most shorthanded goals in the league. So, <laughs> maybe we have to fix this by getting you one of those Bieber shirts, which are apparently are selling like uh, hotcakes at Cracker Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Mr. Bieber has his audience. I, again, I've said that before. He has his audience, and ain't me. <laughs> I mean, no. There are things I will buy. Leafs paraphernalia that you know was pretty odd, but that's just no. That's that's past my limits. You mean giving the other team the power play? Exactly, because like I said, I think the Leafs have twelve shorthanded goals this season, mm -hmm. which is like the most in the league. Mm -hmm. Because basically, what happens is, if you give the Leafs a lot of open space, they take it, mm -hmm. and they take it. And they'll make your goalie look absolutely stupid doing it. Mm. As long as you're not, you know, the Buffalo Sabres, in which case they can put basically a sack of potatoes between the pipes and the Leafs have no chance. <laughs> which is what really drives me nuts. Well, uh, this, uh, this NHL uh, season's going to come to a head uh, very, very soon. And, uh, well, uh, I know uh, my uh, buddies at work are still going to be rooting for the Islanders. Well, I mean, at least they'll finish well. I mean, to be fair, the Islanders were kneecapped by a number of things. Mm. First of all, that 13-game road trip to start yeah. the season. Mm. You know, that basically kneecapped them. And then COVID literally tore through that team, left them for dead, and then came back. So it's like, it's yeah. December, January, right? Yeah, basically. So to be fair, that's why Lula Amarillo, the, the, the Isles GM, said no. I believe in this core. He re-upped a few people and said, no, we're going to try it again next year with most of the crew intact. And I think that's fair. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's one thing if you put together a team and say, yeah, this team is going to do really well. And then they crap the bed. See the Philadelphia Flyers again. But when you have, you know, all these other external factors that kick you in the can. Mm. But as for your Islander friends, there's always the Rangers. <laughs> of course that's you know that would be like you know telling me to go cheer for the ottawa senators yeah i'd rather you know put my hand in a meat under a meat cleaver <laughs> out an hour away in whatever is the name of the city you said just now canada yeah right good yeah. um we have some sleuthing to do neff uh we're going to continue ace attorney here in just a moment speaking oh. of sleuthing can i do a quick review of spy and family Oh, yes. Go right ahead. Uh, yes. That's the that's the one that the dub just came out, right? Well, it's coming out this weekend. Okay. Um, so actually, it looks like Crunchyroll is going to maybe do what Funimation did, which is like have the dubs for the hot shows as close to, you know, the original Japanese broadcast as they can. Mm -hmm. I mean, a one-week delay is not, you know, I wouldn't worry about it. Like, semi-dubbing was great when you could do it, right. but with everybody working all over the place, one week, I got no problem with that. Mm -hmm. So Spy and Family. Think of basically James Bond, okay, during the Cold War. And he gets the ultimate mission that literally causes him to spew his coffee. He has to get close to a, a diplomat from the, other, from the other side. The problem is this guy is basically a recluse and only shows up at his son's school events. Hmm. They don't think to put him in the school as a teacher. Because they probably can't do it. It's probably a little too complicated. So what they tell him to do is get yourself a family, a wife and a child, and get the child enrolled into the school. Now, he's reading this in code in a newspaper on the train. When he reads a child and a wife all over the, the newspaper, and he basically shreds it, and everybody's looking at him like, Okay, who's the madman? And he's like going, whoops, whoops, sorry, sorry. So he manages in the first episode to find a child. Mm -hmm. But this child is rather unusual. He's a spy. She's a telepath. Which means within seconds of meeting, you know, this, this guy as he was, you know, 
portraying himself as a psychiatrist and a, a you know a family man looking for you know to help the less fortunate she knows exactly what he is and when he says he wants a smart child what she does is she grabs the crossword mm -hmm. and as he's looking over the shoulder and rhyming off answers in his head she's reading his thoughts bang 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 so he's convinced she's a genius. Kind of like Kitagawa reading Gojo and uh, my dress up. <laughs> Pretty much. The, the, the best part is, like, there's a bunch of stuff I won't get into. But I will say the last, the last scene in the first episode is hilarious because um, when he realizes, oh, crap, I need a wife for this parent-teacher interview because it says both parents must attend, no exceptions. <laughs> And in her head, which we the viewer here, she goes, mother doesn't exist. And gives you the face. <laughs> so needless to say, the mother part of this family will probably be introduced in the next episode. And considering who she actually is, this should get really entertaining. Oh boy. Well, it give me something to watch after my dress up, darling, I guess. And it's a, it's a very different vibe. Right. And speaking of different vibes, a quick one, another quick review. Shikamori is not just a cutie. Okay. Okay. Boy and girl. Okay. Typical school romance. Except boy is the most unlucky person on earth. I mean, this guy literally can't go three steps without something going wrong. Like, he will trip over stuff. Things will be thrown at him. Mm -hmm. He'll nearly get hit by cars. And his girlfriend, who is this shy, demure, pink-haired girl, goes from shy, demure, pink-haired girl to basically, you know, action Jackson, split second, to save him. And literally just boom, boom. And you're just going, Ooh. okay. And then she's like, you make me worry. And she's like, you know, the big, the macho. And it's just like going, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So I would definitely recommend that for something. Both are on Crunchyroll, by the way. Okay, but so yeah, so definitely check those out. And um, there are a couple more shows I'll probably try and catch, but those are the two that I'm definitely going to spend time on, mm -hmm. even when I have you know some time off in the next few days because of various holidays and things. Okay, I have to do a lot of things around the house. Oh yeah, well, I mean, you've got a lot of around the house that that really can't move, can it? No, and the problem is I can barely move around the house, so it's like, <sighs> <sighs> well, especially when it comes to laundry. <sighs> oh, great, yeah. <laughs> um, so, lot to look forward to in anime, and a lot of stuff that I got out of my list now to the list of stuff that I've been meaning to watch for the last um, since Crunchyroll's existed almost. <laughs> I just can't find the time like I used to. Yeah, believe me. It's not only the time, it's the energy sometimes. Because, mm. like, literally, there are days where it's like, I come home, I exercise, and if you expect me to read a sub, no. <laughs> just, that's not happening. Like, just I'll just turn on mindless sports ball and go, <laughs> you know, and just let my brain kind of decompress. <laughs> well, we'll let you guys decompress while uh, Neff reads the closing commentary. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this uh, podcast or this Twitch stream or anything else you see on Extreme Anime Radio, drop us a line at ExtremeAnimeRadio at gmail.com or check us out on social media. You can do that by going to linktree.com forward slash anime radio. There you'll find links to our Facebook page, our Instagram account, our Twitter account, our Discord server, and our YouTube channel. And don't forget, archived versions of this podcast are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio so hopefully we will be able to get through a lot of uh, ace attorney and well i don't know if we'll finish it in an hour but we'll do our best and uh we'll see uh what gina lestrade has to say i believe that's the route we're gonna go right neff yeah i think we're gonna put uh poor gina on the stand and we'll see how far we have to shall we say 
make her tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what, playing the game on Monday? Mm. Yeah, because she did some things during the trial of Magnus McGilded that she might have to pay for now. Mm. So uh, we will uh, delve into that in just a moment, but this will do it for the podcast. We thank you for watching and listening. Again, if you are on Anchor, uh, be sure to check out uh, the replays of all of our game streams and our podcasts at twitch.tv forward slash extreme anime radio. In the meantime, thank you, Neff, and Neff, I'm JR. We will see you uh, for the next stream. Otherwise, remember, keep on looking out for the Extreme Anime Twitch streams, and don't forget, our archive podcasts are, our an are at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. Good night, everybody. And we are at the end of the show. Good night, everybody.